Thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you to all my audience. All the thousands and thousands of people out there. Woo! We are here. I don't know what is up with my internet right now. It must be my wife watching Golden Girls on Hulu. Oh, man. Thanks for the applause. I don't know what was going on, man, but we are here. We are live. It is St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, 2018. How is everybody doing right now? So first of all, we're going to put the information up on the screen. That's right. Call me right now. Here's the phone number. Or you could tweet me at Stephen M. J. Gedney. And we could talk about whatever, whatever you want. Let me turn my headphones up. There's the number right now. I've already got two phone calls from some dude who shall remain nameless. But I'm sure he has something to talk about here. So we're going to leave this information up just a few more minutes. And then we'll go on with the show. But man, I'm kind of annoyed. I worked all week improving this video. I had the intro video set up last week. And internet issues did not work. And so nobody got to see it. And now, from my end at least, it was super choppy and... I don't know. Maybe I'll just have to make a YouTube video so everybody could see what the intro actually is. Maybe next week also my wife will not be allowed to watch Golden Girls and she'll have to just put in a DVD of Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, but either way, here we go. Information off. So how's everybody doing today? Like I said, if you want to talk, just send me your message. Send me your call. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. First of all, happy St. Patrick's Day. I've been uh, celebrating a little bit. I started off the night with, okay, are you guys familiar with Arrogant Bastard Ale? It's it's pretty good, man. It's a scotch ale. And here's the thing is I went to Total Wine and More the other night. And when I say the other night, I mean last night. And I was looking for some fun, festive Irish beer. You know, not just Guinness. Not just Guinness IPA, Nitro IPA. Not just Guinness Blonde Ale, but some sort of special Irish beer to celebrate. And when I went to their Irish section, you know what I found? Mostly Scottish beer. So I went browsing around and I went and got myself a can of the Deftones Phantom Bride IPA from Belching Beaver, which I was talking about last week on last week's show, and drank that last night. And it was delicious. But for tonight, I started it off with Arrogant Bastard Bourbon Barrel Aged. Look at that right there. Bourbon Barrel Aged. So if you're a fan of Arrogant Bastard... This just kicks it up another notch. This is from Stone Brewing Company. And Stone, man, they are still independent from all the big, you know, all the big uh, the beer retailers are buying up these smaller breweries like Sierra Nevada, Lagunitas, um, maybe even uh, the company that I am going to unveil a little bit later. However, Stone remains independent and 
they make a lot of good beer. I don't think I've had one stone beer that I did not like. And in fact, I went to the Punk and Drublick Beer and Music Beer and Punk Rock Festival back in October here in Sacramento. And No Effects, legendary punk band, had a beer called Punk and Drublick made by none other than Stone Brewing Company. And I really wanted to try it. I heard it was, uh, I heard it was okay, but I wanted to try it. And mainly I wanted the can, you know, I, I am a sucker for these, these beers that are collaborations with bands. I think that's a really cool thing. Still waiting for that same time beer. If you know what I mean, but I have a, I have a bottle of, uh, the Descendants uh, Coffee IPA, which I drank a long time ago. However, I kept the bottle for display purposes on my big junk shelf. You can kind of see right there in the background. And no effects had their beer, you know, that you can only get at this concert. And so I was like, I want a can of this beer. And I waited in line for about 20 minutes after being at the concert for three or four hours and you know what they don't have a beer for me i mean they have the beer they're pouring it in the cans but i said hey if i buy one of those beers can i keep the can and they're like sorry can't keep the can i was like what are you kidding me i don't want to just drink this beer i want the can i want the souvenir i want to bring it home i want to put it on my shelf next to the descendants beer and start my collection of punk rock empty beer dis containers. <laughs> but no, to my chagrin, they would not let me have it. So I said, fuck that. I'm not drinking your average beer anyways. And that's not saying anything bad about Stone because they make good beers. However, this punk and drublick one I heard was not that good. So anyways, back to this. The bourbon barrel aged arrogant bastard. Now, if you've had Arrogant Bastard in the past, this one is quite a step up, man. It's It's got the deep, rich, wooden notes that come in bourbon barrels. <laughs> and uh, it was good, man, but I drank it in about 20 minutes, and, and I got a good buzz, 8.1%. But in celebration of tonight, the Irish drinking holiday as the Americans have turned it into I am going to try a brand new beer that I've never had before right here on the show for you guys so here it goes what we have here is New Belgium the Lips of Faith series Clutch Wood Aged Imperial Sour Stout. My God. There's so many things to say about this. First of all, New Belgium, great company. I think they're out of Colorado, if I believe so. Colorado, Colorado. Best enjoyed by May 6, 2018. So we are just in time to drink this wonderful beer. Um, I can't tell you where New Belgium is right now, but uh, it's a collaboration with the band Clutch. 
And Clutch is an awesome rock and roll band. They've been around since the 90s. They just they got that nice uh, blues, southern influence, but not too rednecky. You know, I believe they come from the Maryland area. I first heard about them from uh, Bam Margera and Viva La Bam. And they got good songs. They have uh, a vocalist that has a very unique vocal style to his own. And this beer, man, I just I couldn't pass it up. And this was a $13 beer, so it better be good. Um, wood aged, so that makes me think it was in a wooden casket, just like this arrogant bastard. Uh, Imperial, which means high alcohol content. This is 8.5%, whereas the arrogant bastard bourbon barrel aged was 8.1. And then also a sour stout. So that's going to be interesting because I do like sours. Um, they are an acquired taste for you beer enthusiasts out there. Some are better than others, but sour, pretty good. And then stout, uh, deep, rich, dark, just like you like it. So let's pop this thing open. Happy St. Patrick's Day to all my friends. All right. Lips of Faith. I guess I'll put it here next to my other bottle cap from last week and I'll start a collection. So, cheers to all my friends out there drinking the new Belgium Clutch Wood Aged Imperial Sour Stout. Woo! Damn, that's like a party in my mouth. Woo! Ooh, ooh, that's good, man. It, I must say, if if you like sours, this is a good one. Is it worth thirteen bucks? I don't know, but um, delicious. Uh, needless to say. So, anyways, I I was getting a phone call earlier. Um, I'll I'll call this guy back in a minute. Um, so for St. Patrick's Day. I have some fun facts that I would like to share with y'all. So let's, oh, let me do one thing here because I have some special, um, I have some special theme music. I got to put it on a loop. Okay, here we go. Let's see. We got our, do we have our uh, Irish? There it is. Our Irish pipes. The pipes are calling. Let's put the, let's put some images up on the screen. Oh, there we go. Uh, move this mic. Well, actually, would it be easier if I just did this? Yes, it would be. Beavis and Butthead in the background here. I think it was better than looking at the old couch. Ah, so <laughs> I love this music. So I have the 2018 St. Patrick's Day by the numbers presented by Wallet Hub. Wallet Hub, if you're listening, uh, I would like free sponsorship for my show or at least some free money. Uh, or New Belgium. Hey, free beer would be great. I can't get enough of this uh, this music. Let me turn it down. <laughs> All right. So, fact number one. 60% of Americans plan to celebrate St. Patrick's Day in 2018. And in 2018, $5.9 billion will be spent on St. Patrick's Day. $40 is the average amount St. Patrick's partiers will spend 
Whoa, I gotta... My feed won't connect. Oh, well, I'll have to call that guy back. I don't know what's what's up with him. <laughs> uh, next fact. 83, over 83% of celebrators plan to wear green. I'm not wearing any green right now. However, I might have green underneath my injured finger right here because uh, who knows. <laughs> um... Oh, and this is a good one. I'm going to skip this one because I have a special image to put up on the screen for that. But uh, coming up next, uh, a crystal ball of shamrocks is given to the U.S. president by Ireland's president each year. Um, yeah, Trump. I don't think Trump uh, is going to give a damn about a crystal ball of shamrocks. I'm sure he's going to just throw it in, you know, his hotel trash or whatever. Uh, $1.3 million is the market value of a leprechaun's pot of gold. Contains 1,001 ounce coins. So, cheers to that. This is a lame list already. Whoa, I lost my piece of paper. All right, next, here we go. Uh, St. Patrick's Day ranks fourth among the most popular drinking days. What do you think is number one? New Year's Eve! Christmas and Independence Day. So, there are more people drinking on Christmas than uh, the 4th of July. That's kind of sad <laughs> to think about. You know, Christmas is supposed to be spending with your families, but I guess if you don't have a family or if your girlfriend just broke up with you, time to pour your heart out into a bottle. <laughs> uh, 13 million pints of Guinness will be consumed worldwide on St. Patrick's Day. Whoa! Oh, it's, it's that guy again. Um, 152.5% more beer is sold on St. Patrick's Day than usual, and 819% more Guinness is consumed on St. Patrick's Day more than usual. Uh, 60 people were killed in drunk driving crashes on St. Patrick's Day in 2016. I have to say, that is actually not as bad as I thought it would be. Um... 36% of pedestrians killed in 2016. St. Patrick's Day crashes had a blood alcohol level of 0.8%. So that means that, uh, let's see, 36%. That means 64% of people that were killed were not drunk. Uh, pretty sad. 75% of fatal St. Patrick's Day car crashes involve a driver who consumed twice the legal limit. Party on. Uh, $1,211 is the cost of an Uber ride from Boston to Dublin, Idaho. <laughs> Dublin, Ohio. Dublin, Idaho. Yeah, I guess I'm, uh, you know. I guess I'm celebrating too much already. Versus a uh, up to a $24,000 DUI. So, hey, rather pay $1,200 or a long Uber. St. Patrick's Day favorite foods. Now, this is what we're talking about. 31% um, of Americans plan to cook a special dinner on St. Patrick's Day. 70% um, increase of cabbage shipments during the week, St. Patrick's Day. Um, zero, uh, uh, 53 cents a pound is the price of cabbage around St. Patrick's Day in 2018, a 1.85% decrease from 2017, and one pound of cabbage equals 109 calories. 
So, whatever. And back to my last page of this fun uh, St. Patrick's Day stuff. Uh, sixty-six thousand six hundred and eighty-eight dollars is the median income for Irish American households. Um, sixty-eight point eight percent home ownership rank among people with Irish ancestry. Uh, seventeen thirty-seven in the year of the first St. Patrick's Day parade held in Boston, not Ireland. Uh, two U.S. states, Massachusetts and New Hampshire, where twenty percent of the residents have Irish ancestry. And uh, 16 places in the U.S. named Dublin. And I have been to Dublin, California. Oh, yeah. And so let me go back to page one because here's the interesting thing. So let's close this. Now, check this out. Boom. You know what that is? That is the Chicago River. And it's green. Apparently, they dye this every year. So... 45 pounds of dye is used to turn the Chicago River green. 1962 was the first year the Chicago River was dyed green. 400,000 people watched the river being dyed. And five hours is how long the green dye lasts. Now, I don't know about you guys, but pouring dye in the river every day cannot be that good. And I certainly don't want to drink from the Chicago River. But I'm sure green dye is the least of uh, what people drinking from the Chicago River have to worry about. I mean, not only drinking from the river would be awful, but dead bodies, mafia, you know, uh, what's his name? I just want to say Robert De Niro from The Untouchables, but I can't think of the dude's name right now. Uh, so we'll close that. Now... I have a special fun picture. Here's a throwback image. Boom. <laughs> there is me from uh, some time living with my buddy JP. Must have been 2005, 2006. And this is probably the only time in my life that I had green beer. But as you can see, let me let me blow this picture up. And, and Here we go. So you guys all... Oh, I don't know why it doesn't want to blow up while we're on the live feed, but... Either way, I was having a good time that day, and I don't think it was just beer. Uh, there was some other green going on, <laughs> if uh, you know what I mean. Um, one other thing. Oh, why did I do that? Drunk, drunk. Boop. Uh, one other thing that I looked up was uh, there's an interesting amount of Irish actors that uh, rule Hollywood. And first and foremost, this guy right here, Liam Neeson. That's right, Liam Neeson, the biggest penis in all of Hollywood, uh, so untold. Um, I haven't found out personally, but this is what I hear from all my friends. Uh, Liam Neeson, man, great actor. He was in a lot of good stuff. I mean, Schindler's List, that's a family-friendly favorite, if you know what I mean. But, you know, he went on to do some other stuff. Uh, Star Wars, Episode One, and Kinsey, and uh, Rob Roy, I believe. But then, somehow, back in the late 2000s, he became uh, an action star in his 60s. And there's Taken. So, 
Liam Neeson, man, I salute you, you Irish bastard. Um, next, we have Michael Fassbender. Great, great actor. Oh, God, I just, all this burping. Michael Fassbender was in a, a lot of good movies, too, man. Uh, first and foremost, Inglorious Bastards from Quentin Tarantino. I think that was the first time most of America saw him. However, he was Magneto in the... Uh... <laughs> Thanks, JP. Um, however, the... Uh... <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Magneto in the new X-Men movies. Um, David in Alien Covenant and Prometheus. And he also shows his penis in a movie called Shame, which I have not seen yet. But uh, I hear it's good and I hear it's long. Uh, next, Colin Farrell. Boom. There you go. In Bruges. Great movie. Um, Colin Farrell was one of those guys that I did not really like uh, when he first broke out on the scene i guess uh he played bullseye in the daredevil movie with uh ben affleck but as time has uh gone on my wounds have been healed and he's played a few parts that uh i really i really admired and uh in bruges man great movie with uh him and this other guy that i'm about to get to named brendan gleason they end up uh the movie is about these criminals who have to hang out in this town called Bruges and I don't remember the country it's some European country but they're waiting for a guy to get in contact with them <laughs> I'm not really describing the movie very well um, but he let me take another drink he's funny and charming and the same director went on to do a movie called Seven Psychopaths, also with Colin Farrell. And it has my man, Tom Waits, and, uh, you know, what's his name? Moon Pie, <laughs> um, as Sam Rockwell. So, Colin Farrell. And also True Detective Season 2, which uh, was not a very good season compared to the first one. However, Colin Farrell and uh, uh, Vince Vaughn did a pretty good job. I think their their performances, and uh, what's, there's another Colin Farrell thing, um, Fantastic Beasts. So whatever. But uh, also in In Bruges is another Irish actor, Brendan Gleeson. You guys might know from the Harry Potter series as Mad Eye Moody. <laughs> and uh, Mad Eye Moody, man, this Brendan Gleeson dude. I mean, he's one of those guys. If I pulled up his IMDb, let me pull up his IMDb just so you can see. Because uh, he's been in everything. He's uh, him and, and another guy I'm about to talk talk about in just a minute. I don't know why. I, I should just go to. Um, like I cannot type right now. Here we go. I should have just gone straight to uh, Wikipedia. Uh, Brandon Gleason in Bruges, Braveheart, The Garb. Uh, I'm trying to find stuff that you know. Uh, he was in Assassin's Creed, the movie with Michael Fassbender, another Irish guy that I just talked about. Um, Gangs of New York with another Irish guy I'm about to talk about. I mean, these Irish dudes, man, they're taking over the world. Uh, 28 Days Later, Troy, Green Zone with Matt Damon, Safe House, Cold Mountain, Kingdom of Heaven, Mission Impossible 2, Beowulf, 
Oh my god, man. All these Irish dudes. I swear to you, they're they're taking over the world. Um, another Irish guy, which uh, uh, everybody should know, is Boom. Oh, oh, lost him. Boom. Pierce Brosnan. And I talked about Mrs. Doubtfire earlier, but Pierce Brosnan, I mean, without this guy, we would have no Daniel Craig, Goldeneye. Uh, I mean, he was the he was the guy that basically brought 007 back into the mainstream. And uh, with, uh, the te- uh, I wanted to say talented Mr. Ripley, but no, that's not it. Um, you know, the movie about the guy who stole paintings. I can't think of it right now, but uh, it's a good one. Rene Russo. <laughs> Mamma Mia also. Um, and then psh, Irish guy. Boom, Sean Bean. Ned Stark, Game of Thrones. Sean Bean dies in everything. Sean Bean was also in uh, Beowulf with uh, Michael Fassbender. And then finally, probably the greatest Irish actor of all time. And the greatest Irish man of all time, Daniel Day-Lewis. That's right, man. Bill the Butcher. Abraham Lincoln. The dude from There Will Be Blood. (laughs) Has anybody seen Phantom Thread? I would love to know because uh, that's a movie that I really want to see. Supposedly, he's going to retire from acting. Thomas Crown Affair. Thank you, JP. Thomas Crown Affair. And I hear they're going to reboot that, which is ridiculous. But maybe they'll reboot it with like some funny actor like Mike Epps <laughs> or Kevin Hart. But anyways, Daniel Day-Lewis, probably one of the greatest actors ever. There Will Be Blood. My man, Josh Lemberg, swears by that movie. He says it's the best thing ever. And uh, that's going to round out my Irish stuff today. So Daniel Day-Lewis and all you other Irish actors, stop being so badass. So let's close that. And sorry, Irish music. Boom. Andrew Harms. Thomas Crown Affair. Andrew. Dude. Call me up, man. I'd love to have you on the show. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, man. uh, Other than that, Today, I had a baby shower, which was very interesting. Went over to my wife's aunt's house. And it was my wife's aunt and grandma, who's also blind and in a wheelchair. One of her cousins, her mom, my mom, my sister, me, and of course, the lady. And it was very cool baby shower man i never thought that it would be you know i'm one of those guys that's like i'm a rock and roller dude like i like to play guitar i like to smoke weed drink and now i'm like yeah i'm I'm gonna be a dad i'm gonna have a little girl and i'm getting diapers and uh johnson and johnson shampoo and and baby lotion and desitin for butt rashes but it was cool, man. I ate some good cupcakes. Had, uh, I don't know, uh, pizza. Oh, oh, hey. I don't know, man. My 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 texting keeps going off. Um, yeah, so had the baby shower today. It was nice. It's been pretty uneventful the last week. 
But uh, the show I've been looking really forward to. And so I'm just glad to be here, man. I'm glad that you are watching me, listening to me. If you got any questions, if you got any comments, you got something that you've been watching that I need to see, let me know. Let me put the intro. Boom. Let me know right now. What are you doing? What are you doing tonight? What are you doing for St. Patrick's Day? That's it. Close. Oh, oh close. Um, other than that, let's see. The only other big eventful thing is I released a song this week, and it was pretty cool. <laughs> um, you know, I... I I've struggled with writing music for quite a while. And I think the problem is I listen to too much stuff. And I, I, you know, I always think like this sounds too much like this. This sounds too much like that. Um, and it's really hard for me. You know, it, it seemed like the less the, uh, you know, musicians in general, I feel like the less, you know, the easier it is to write. And I think that's why like somebody like Kurt Cobain, you know, one of my songwriting idols was so good was because at some point he's like, I ain't going to learn anymore. I was like, this is as good as, as I need to be. If I learn anything else, I'm going to start, you know, thinking too much. I'm going to start copying other people too much. And, uh, that's probably why he ended up writing so many songs, but, keep burping at the very least at least that uh i don't i try not to uh learn uh, a million songs if i want to try to play along to a song i'll just throw up my my iphone put on the guitar guitar ultimate guitar app and and play along with it but then after that i don't remember it whatsoever um but getting back to this song so i wrote this song uh a long time ago probably like a year ago and I just had a melody in my head. I was screaming. I was listening to a lot of Tom Waits at the time. And uh, it was a decent song. Then I was on the uh, Don Geronimo show as a guest. My buddy little Joe Pittman, who was also on the show, he invited me on. And he's like, bring your guitar. And I brought my guitar. And I just didn't really know what to do. I was just playing, you know, riffs that came to me. But, you know, my head, my brain... It's so messed up from the years of uh, alcohol and, and pills and, and bongs that uh, I, I have a hard time remembering things like on the spot. But, you know, uh, one of the things I did do was I played that song, which was pretty cool. I played it for an audience and, you know, people laughed at me. People thought it was kind of funny. I have a bad singing voice. However, I did warn them that I was like, yeah, was, you know, this is kind of a Tom Waits, Kurt Cobain type song. And I actually did get some good responses for it. So, uh, you know, it's one of those songs that I always kept with me. And I finally just like, I really just wanted to try out this, this, there was a service online I wanted to try out and I didn't have a lot of songs. You know, I work on these songs and I sing them for a while and then I think they sound like shit and then I don't play them. But Willie, <laughs> the name of this tune was one that I always kept with me for some reason. So ever since I put the new hard drive 
in this computer. I've been wanting to test out the capabilities to see if it was actually possible. So I got my M-Audio uh, interface hooked up to the USB. I got this microphone that you're hearing right now. Put some new strings on my guitar. Recorded. Willy. All right. Is as good as I could sing it at that time. And in fact, when I recorded it, like sometime in the middle of the week, I, I was just coming off being sick for a week and a half. Bad cough, uh, dry throat, you know, headaches, uh, sweating, dizziness, all that shit. Like just a regular flu. It was a bummer too. I like, I just put strings on my guitar and then all of a sudden it's like, oh man, I feel like shit. I can't sing. I can't, I don't want to do anything. So I recorded Willie and, uh, it sounded okay. I was messing, I was messing around a lot. What I'm using as my recording software right now is a program called, what is this shit called? Uh, Ableton Live. And it came with the M audio. Ableton Live is is a it's a cool software that is actually used for. Um, they call it Ableton Live because you know you could use it for live performances. A lot of DJs and and people who have keyboards they use it to record or to you know for live purposes. But you could also use it as a as a recording software. So I was messing around tweaking with the settings and all the reverbs and doubling my uh some of the clean parts of the vocals and it sounded okay but the whole reason i i even did this was um there was a uh, a website called lander and that's l-a-n-d-r.com and they actually provide an online mastering service and so mastering is when you take your music and so so when you record music you mix it and mixing is you you change your levels you know you turn this up you turn this down but mastering what it does is it takes the actual audio file and kind of evens everything out and just gives you that that polish that you can't get during mixing and mastering the other uh, the other thing about mastering which is good is it's supposed to make your music sound good on all platforms on all devices it, whatever setting whatever it does to your audio files it makes it to where it's going to sound good on an iphone it's going to sound good in the car it's going to sound good on your laptop speakers it's going to sound good on a really expensive set of headphones so i wanted to try this mastering service out um it, they they offer different plans like you can you can be a member for a month for like $39 and get unlimited amount of mastering or you can be a free member and pay as you go. And so what I did is I took this track and I, I paid five bucks and I mastered it and I thought it sounded pretty good. You know, I have different, you know, I have different issues with, with, how I feel I sound, but it's as good as I think I could do for that particular song and I was really impressed by the audio quality. I was really impressed by the mastering. And I was like, all right, here we go. I'm going to put this out. I'm going to put this on DistroKid. And DistroKid from there puts it on iTunes, puts it on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, and possibly Pandora. And so there you go, man. I mean, I just think that 
you know, we are all here. Uh, you know, we could either sit here and, and live our our quiet lives, you know, enjoying our TV shows and our movies. We could, you know, send our kids to, to, to soccer practice. Or we could try to do something. And every time anybody tries to do something out of the ordinary... You know, you're going to get the good and the bad. You're going to get either, you know, um, praise from your your friends, your peers, your family, people you don't even know. Or you're going to get negativity. You're going to get ridicule. And, and that's just, that's part of the process. I mean, nobody ever did anything from just sitting around. So even like for me, I just think about it like this, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm a great singer, but I'm a decent musician. I'm a decent songwriter. And if I'm not doing something creatively, I don't feel like I'm doing anything productive. So in, in whether it's doing this show or, or making music or painting or doing some sort of website stuff, social media stuff. Um, it's just, it's all about creating. It's all about putting more stuff out there. And I encourage everybody, you know, my friends, I, I, you know, I feel like, um, I'm friends with people who have similar, um, interests and similar, uh, goals in mind. And it's not about being famous. It's not about making a lot of money. It's just about doing stuff. It's doing stuff that's creative. You know, there's this guy. I'm not really great friends with, but his name is Phil and, uh, uh, he just put out a song tonight. So I'm like, Hey, I'll repost it. You know, it may not be my cup of tea. It might not be the greatest, uh, uh, song out there, but the guy's singing his heart out and he's trying to do a contest. Oh, there's my dog. <laughs> and, uh, I'm just do it, man. Just put it out there. Just do something. Um, I think it's really important. It's really important for everybody to exercise their creativity. It's really important to um, share what you have to offer. I have a lot of friends that uh, that uh, are musicians, and I wish that they would put out more music. I wish that they would write write more stuff. Oh, there's my dog. What's she doing? I don't know. Barking at me. Let's take a drink of the clutch beer. Woo! That's some sour shit, man. How are y'all doing on this St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> Let me call somebody up now. I think it'll be it'll be interesting. This call, call this guy called me twice. So let's see what's going on. So yeah, do stuff, create stuff. Dude, what are you doing? Hey. What's happening? Nothing, man. I've been trying to get through all night, but the connection was bad. Hold on. I'm going to go outside. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've been trying to get through, man. I can't watch the feed. Yeah, it must be your phone. Maybe my phone sucks a little bit. Yeah. So what are you doing tonight? 
This is hey everybody on my show. This is this is Danny Boy, and uh, his name is Danny, but I'm calling him Danny Boy because it's St. Patrick's Day, and that's kind of an Irish nickname. So, uh, what are you doing <laughs> right now? Right now I'm over at the seventy fourth forty club right over here at Upper Auburn. I, I did not understand anything you just said. I'm over here at the seventy four forty right now. The seventy four forty. So wait a minute. Tell me about what is this place? It's just a little club, you know, the Rocky seventy four forty club. They got a bar, full tables, little back area stuff. It's sweet. And so, uh, a couple of beers. What's it? What's it looking like over there right now? Well, right, I don't have the live feeds right now, man. No, no. What? No. What? What's it looking like for you? What's your night looking like? What's this? What's the seventy four forty place looking like? Dude, we're crazy, man. What's I'm it? just grateful that I'm not driving. Yeah. So, is there a lot of people out tonight celebrating? I mean, it's cool. There's, it's pretty packed. It's pretty hard to find parking, man. Yeah. It's around the corner, dude. No, we had to park across the street. <laughs> I lost one of my buddies too. Actually, I thought that was him calling me, but I don't know where the hell he went. Yeah, because they might have kicked him out, and he's probably walking over to McDonald's right now. <laughs> so, have you seen what? I mean, have you seen any anything in out of the or? Oh, well, not out of the ordinary. Have you seen anything interesting? Has there been any fights? Has there been any uh, arguments? Has is uh, no. is there a lot of no, ladies? Are there a lot of ladies out at the bar tonight? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. No arguments. But the last time I was here at this club, some black dude slapped the shit out of his girlfriend. Uh, oh, really? I was like, Whoa. <laughs> well, you know, I I I definitely uh I kind of missed those days. You know, I I being in a band, I used to go to a lot of bars. You know, when I was younger, but I don't think I've ever been out to a bar during St. Patrick's Day. So I imagine that it's it's there's a lot of action out there. You know, and I don't I don't mean just women, but I mean just action in general, like a lot of stuff going on, uh, uh, people getting a little out of hand. So far, I haven't really seen that. Yeah. This is pretty cool here. I don't know. It's pretty chill. Pretty laid back. You probably have a fire pit over here to the left. Mm-hmm. A bunch so. of people already took it up, though. Yeah, about to get no fire going. So uh, do they have any drink specials tonight? Um, you know what? I didn't buy, I'm drinking a Pacifico right now that somebody bought for me. Oh, okay. He drove here, he bought me a beer well, I imagine the, the specials there are probably Irish car bombs, Guinness, and some sort of gross uh, green green drink that's festive. Um, but yeah, man, sounds like a Wait, good... What are you drinking on tonight? Uh, well, I was talking about it earlier, but... So there's a band called I can't get through. There's a band called Clutch. Uh, uh, it's a rock and roll band from back back in the back in the day. Uh, they used to be uh, on like uh, Viva La Bam, uh, one of Bam Margera's uh, TV oh, yeah. TV shows. Good rock and roll band, but they have a beer that they collaborated with this company called New Belgium, who also do Fat Tire, and uh, it's the Clutch. It's a Clutch's official beer. It's called the. Uh, uh, wood aged, wood aged imperial sour stout. So it's 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 deep, it's rich, it's black, <laughs> and sour, which <laughs> is all the things that I love in my mouth. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but uh, it's it's yeah, a, it's a nice beer. <laughs> 
So, uh, and you said your friend got kicked out, huh? What? You said your friend got kicked out of the bar? I don't know, man. I can't find him. I've been trying to see him in this form, but I don't know where the hell he's at. <laughs> well, damn. Well, anyways, man, uh, be safe tonight. Uh, have a good time. Um, you'll have to check out this show a little bit later. But uh, I try, I've been trying to. I've been clicking on it. I think my phone sucks. I need to go to an upgrade. Yeah, you probably need to be connected to Wi-Fi. But uh, we'll crap, dude. Let if you have one piece of advice that you want to give to all the people watching right now, what would it be? I'm definitely gonna check that out, bro. Because this is not cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> I definitely have to figure that out. I'm gonna do that right now. <laughs> so they. All right, all right, man. I'm, I'm gonna let you go. I only hey, got a, for the call, bro. Yeah, I only thanks got a few. I only got a few more seconds, but you are gonna be immortalized on this show right <laughs> now, live, and you'll be on the podcast. Dude, I'm, I'm, I've been drinking, man. I'm freaking buzzed. Yeah, and you just I, I drank some just, Irish whiskey earlier. That was great. Yeah. Well, good. Are you wearing any green? Yeah, I got your thingy. All yeah, right, right here. Nice. All right, man. Well, good luck tonight. Like I said, be safe and uh, tell people tell people about the show. So, <laughs> all right, man. Will do. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Day. Have a good night. Thanks for the call, brother. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Later. So there you go. That was that was Danny Boy. Danny is a guy that I work with. Uh, he's pretty nice. Uh, very polite at work, but I think he drinks a lot. And uh, there's probably more to the story that he hasn't shared with everybody. But he's out at the 1740 Club or something. Let me look that up. Oh, no, no, no. Oops. No, no, no. I did not mean to start calling Elisa's mom. I did not mean to do that. Whoops. Um, 1740 Arden Way. 1740 Club, Rockland, California. Rockland, California at the 1740 House. So let's check this out. Members only. I, am I getting this right? Did I like forget? Is it like 1440 Club? Because I could swear it was 1740, but I know this guy lives in, in Roseville. So No, this is, this is way off. The Club, 1740 clubhouse diablo california maybe uh club 1740 pittsburgh i don't know maybe you guys could correct me maybe it was the 1440 club i don't know 1440 club yeah i don't know i don't know i'm totally lost there but uh yeah there hasn't been <laughs> Uh, I was hoping that I can get some more calls, some more texts from, uh, my buddies out there, but either way, thanks. Thanks everybody for, uh, tuning in. Oh, oh, I was like, is it recording? Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in and listening. Um, celebrating St. Patrick's day hasn't been very eventful. Um, oh shit. One more thing that I have to mention. Um, I should have put a poster up. In fact, uh, maybe you guys give me a second while I, uh, I do this. Here, let me... Here, listen to the applause. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you. 
Oh my God, thank you. Oh jeez, thousands of people. Oh, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm, 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 I'm saving. It. This is like um, last minute. This is, this is, this is the real show right here. I'm downloading a picture right now to put up on the screen. Yep, it's done. It's done. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, let's see. Add image. I'm using a program called OBS. So um, I'm, I'm going to put an image up on the screen so you guys can see desktop. New folder. Where's it at? Here you go. And where there it is. Book of Mormon. There it is. I'm going to put that, make that picture big. All right, so you guys see me? Let me move this microphone back. So the Book of Mormon, I went and saw this with my wife this week at the Sacramento Community Center. Um, it was fucking awesome, if I could say so, uh, at the very least. It's from Matt Parker and Trey Stone, the guys who created South Park, the guys from Basketball, the guys from Orgasmo, and the Book of Mormon. What a great show. I've only been to... Possibly, I mean, I don't even know if this counts, but uh, when I went to California Adventure, we saw a uh, live show of uh, Frozen. Frozen, the Disney movie. They had actors out on stage. They had stage props. They had actors with costumes, like not just costumes, but puppets, you know, big life-size puppets. And it was pretty much the closest thing I had ever been to to seeing a Broadway play uh, a couple years back in 2016, we were going to go to San Francisco to see this Broadway play called wicked, which is the story uh, after the wizard of Oz about the wicked witch of the West. And it's another Broadway play. But what happened is my wife had a, a really serious back injury and it was so bad. She couldn't even make it. So I ended up having to give those tickets away on Craigslist. And that's another interesting story for another day. But uh, for her birthday this year, we saw Book of Mormon was coming to Sacramento. We decided to go and we went, man. We went on Thursday afternoon and it was amazing. First of all, it was the afternoon. So there was a lot of old people, a lot of people, a lot of people. Uh, uh, I wish I had a clever saying to go with it, but a lot of gray haired dudes. A lot of people that you don't think would uh, like this kind of humor. Needless to say, you know, it's a Broadway sensation. So uh, they were there. There's probably a lot of season ticket holders as well that just wanted to see what the big uh, shabille <laughs> was all about. And so this this Broadway musical, this story, this play was uh, the basic uh premise of this play this play was the the mormons of course uh right around the time they turn 19 they go on their mission and they get paired up with another guy another mormon guy or girl mostly guys and they go to different parts of the world to try to baptize people into the mormon religion and so it centers on this guy 
and I, f- I feel like his last name was Christ. He really wants to go to Orlando because he loves Disneyland. Uh, he feels like that's the promised land. And uh, uh, each pair of Mormons, they get paired up, you know, they get paired up for their mission. One, uh, one pair ends up going to Norway. One pair goes to Japan. One pair goes to France. And then this guy, he's like, oh, well, I really hope I get to go to Orlando. And he ends up getting paired up with the, the Mormon who actually does not know the Book of Mormon. <laughs> he's, he, I mean, he's part of the religion, but he has not read the book. He doesn't. You know, he just wants to be, he wants to fit in with the guys. He wants to be one of, you know, he wants friends. He's very socially awkward, but he gets paired up with, you know, super Mormon and they end up going to Uganda, the country in Africa (laughs) and they get to Uganda and there's like an African warlord who's cutting off women's uh, clitorises (laughs) and they are unsuccessful in trying to convert these people into the Mormon faith. So the main dude, he's just disillusioned and he ends up leaving and he goes to Orlando and then it ends up not being what he wants it to be. But the other guy, his partner, the guy who hasn't read the Book of Mormon, he starts making shit up. He's talking about stuff from Star Wars, from Lord of the Rings, from Star Trek. And and these Africans, these Ugandans, they're like, oh, wow, I think I need to do that. And, you know, in typical South Park humor, they're talking about how a lot of the Africans have AIDS and some of them think that they need to have sex with virgins to cure their AIDS. And there's no virgins left in Africa uh, under a certain age. So one guy, he wants to have sex with a baby. <laughs> And the Mormon dude's like, don't have sex with a baby, you know, have sex with a frog. And so he has sex with the frog and it's just ridiculous. And he ends up actually converting some of these Ugandans to the Mormon faith. And the other guy who went to Orlando, he comes back and he's like, wow, you're doing such a great job. And then the main, uh, like the head, the leader of the Mormon faith from Salt Lake City, he come him and some guys they come all the way to Uganda, you know, to see how, you know, wow, I can't believe, you know, you guys have converted all these Ugandans, these Africans to the Mormon faith. Like, that's amazing. You know, we've had people here for years and it hasn't happened. And so the Ugandans, they end up putting on a play which is supposed to be the recreation of uh you know, how the Mormon faith began and John Smith and the golden plates. And the problem is what they do is they, their, their recreation, their play is all the stuff that the dude who didn't know what the details of the book was told them. So they're doing stuff from star Wars. They're doing stuff about fucking frogs. And, uh, at the very end, they, uh, of their play, they have uh, uh, they're talking about how the Mormons had to run to Salt Lake City and they all had sex with each other and they overpopulated and they had these giant like strap on penises that were like this big. And <laughs> needless to say, the head of the Mormon church was not happy. And uh, that's all, man. It was it was is lots of funny, uh, uh, funny banter. Great story. Good songs dancing and singing was over you know it was over the top it was just top notch top notch 
And the best part about it was most of the people that were there, they don't. Well, my assumption is they're not into that kind of humor. They probably have never even watched South Park. And they, they talk, you know, at least one lady, she talked like you would imagine a person who had season tickets to uh, a Broadway show would talk. And she said, well, it was crude, but it was wonderfully crude. And so, yeah, man, I highly recommend it. The Book of Mormon, pretty awesome. Uh, good show. Uh, there's nothing like seeing uh, seeing a live show. And I think in the future, I'm definitely going to see more of these things. But uh, this, I don't know how you top this. I mean, you know, possibly we can end up going to see Aladdin and the Lion King and Finding Neverland. But, I mean, this is Matt Parker and Trey Stone. so Or Trey Parker and Matt Stone. So, uh, yeah, that's it, man. Book of Mormon was pretty awesome. And uh, I've been talking for an hour, and I probably didn't even really talk about anything, but let's close this. Where is it at? Image. Boom. So thanks again to everybody for watching the show. Um, like I said, man, uh, tweet me, text me, call me up. I'd love for you guys to be part of the show. I used to do this podcast back in the day, and all I would do is just talk by myself into a corner, but I like having an audience. I like sharing sharing my opinions with you guys and uh i love the interaction something about the live feed is is cool and um and we should do more of that stuff and i'm gonna reach out i actually have a, a guest i don't know if it's gonna happen but i'm gonna reach out to him and who knows man if, if he says yes it's it's a really it, it's a really big deal to me and to um some of the some of my friends that I grew up with, uh, it would be it'd be huge. So I don't want to say who it is yet, but if it if it works out, if he says yes to doing this show, you're gonna want to tune in. It's it's gonna be insane. And uh, the cool thing about the internet these days is, you know, with Facebook and Instagram, you can you can kind of talk to some of the people you grew up with, some of your heroes some of the people that you look up to and who knows um I, I you know this this show it could turn into something bigger than it is so like i said thanks again um if you want to follow me on uh, instagram and twitter my uh, my name is steven mj gedney um steven michael james gedney is my full name so check out the song Willie. It's somewhere out there wherever you get your music. It's it's there. And uh, I hope you enjoy the song. And if you don't, let me know what you don't like about it. And I'll try to improve. Other than that, like I said, man, you guys are awesome. I love you guys. Next week, 11 o'clock. It's going to rock. And that's going to be it for this week. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Cheers. I'm going to finish up this clutch beer. And you guys are awesome. And let's do another round of applause for you guys. Oh, yeah. Peace out, man. Woo.